0: Coming after me. (laughs) Hello, twins. Diana's yelling at me. Just wanted to record this so everyone could hear how the relationship goes beyond what we say and post online. Anyway, we're excited to bring you this spontaneous podcast episode. This is not something that I was expecting to say, but given the trending news, it's everywhere, and I think there's a poignant message by behind all this. Okay. Do you want to say anything before we get into it?
1: No. I'm, I am guess, ready to start.
0: Let's do it. So if you've seen on TikTok or Facebook or probably the subreddit, um, Wall Street is going against Wall Street bets. And what's happening is big hedge fund managers are losing their money because they're shorting, stocks and companies that were supposed to go bankrupt and the people the common people grouped together and said no we're going to save gamestop we're going to save amc we're going to stick it to the man and we're going to pump these stocks just just so that these big hedge fund managers their short positions pretty much fail and uh the people win and the big purse, the big man loses and i just think this is a beautiful time I have personally have taken advantage of the stocks that have flown to the moon, as they say. And you might be wondering, why are we talking about this during a twin flame or in a spirituality podcast? Well, the reason is behind people making money, what's happening is the collective is saying, Hey, I don't want to be controlled anymore. The masculine collective, the, the people who, who trade stocks every day and look at charts and look at timetables like I do every freaking day are saying, wait, I wanna have more control. This should be decentralized. And the peak expression of Aquarian energy is decentralization. Okay, so for me as a masculine, seeing people say, you know what, screw Robin Hood for trying to ban us, for, for saying, uh, for, for, block or blacklisting GameStop and AMC and you can't buy those stocks on Robinhood anymore, right? And everyone's coming together saying, "Hey, you know, this is this isn't fair," right? People are waking up to the fact that the ways we see ourselves to be free has been limited, and we want our freedom back. And we're coming together as a collective saying, "Cool, let's get our freedom back. Let's pump these stocks." And so the collective is arising and awakening to the power that they have. And we're not just sheepishly walking to our, to our day job. We're not just sheepishly putting money into places that people say we should put our money to. We're saying, no, above all that, let's stick it to the man. Let's claim our freedom. Let's exercise our power. In a spiritual context, what are you feeling and seeing? Um,
1: spiritual context, I guess, breaking it down for... You know, people, I guess, like me who weren't really sure what was going on. There's a lot of um, information going out, but really what I see is uh, masculine stepping in and accepting the feminine role, which it might sound like, how is this a feminine thing? But, you know, for the first time um, on a global scale, you see this blending of energies where we're dealing with something that's so masculine, which has to do with the stock market and finances, right? And we're putting a very creative spin on it. And so we're taking like, um, people who have been, like Dan said, looking at these numbers are finally looking at something they've been looking at for years and seeing it in a different way and seeing how they can use it as a creative form and how they can use it to help themselves and help others in a bigger like not even in a selfish way. You know, we say that divine masculine has this desire to serve and to help the collective. And a lot of people, a lot of especially divine masculines have gotten a taste of this, right? They got to see, um, During a time during quarantine where, you know, we're in 2021 and a lot of people had held out hope for this year and started off the year very hopeless, you know, this is a huge shift in thought, you know, a shift in timeline where all of a sudden we don't feel powerless and where we can find this sense of unity. And now that we see on such a large and impactful scale that we're able to make a difference and that like single people can just be creative and post something on reddit or post something online and work with others to you know kind of fine-tune it into a way where we can serve and shift huge um, institutions in our in our society it's it's exciting and it's really beautiful to see that people are feeling empowered again. You know, um, I don't know if how old or young you are. I'm not sure if you remember probably maybe 2016, 15 when a lot of people were doing protest f- against... Um, It was another financial thing, and a lot of cities were doing protests and boycotts. And yes, you remember what was that? I
0: forget, I forget, (laughs) but but I know know, what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about,
1: yes. And that was again, this was a um, because of the financial institutions, it was because of the you know, the one percent,
0: yes, yes, because that growing
1: gap. And so, there was it was really incredible to see it because the. People that jumped on that were so many, but I feel like after that, once people saw that there wasn't really, well, they felt like there wasn't enough change, you saw a lot of people become very disillusioned and just kind of lose hope in being able to make a change and make a difference, right? And this specific this specific event has allowed for the individual to make an individual at like a single action to shift the collective, right? And a what lot does of times that, you just like...
0: And when an individual doesn't feel like, right, because the, the masses were made up of individuals, but way before an individual felt so powerless, right? When people say, wait, you're starting your own business? Like, how are you going to do that? Like, people yeah, don't have not really... How can, really, one, person how can one person do something so big or think so big, right? So when one awakens to their power... What are the downstream effects of it? Um, Especially in this regard of wow, yeah. you know, like I can participate in something, I can pump the stock, and I can really cause a great decentralized shift.
1: I think most importantly, it shows you that you are and not just an active participant in in this world, but you are, you know, the main character in your life, and you really get to make decisions like if you can make decisions that shift society you can make decisions that change your entire life and so really that's what it empowers people to do is like okay how can i take control and be more creative in my own life right like as a society we were able to be creative in this solution it's like okay how can we we've been talking about this like how unfair the like capitalism is or you know what it Like, Mm -hmm. all of this, you know. Um, And during the beginning of quarantine, during COVID, when that first broke out, you saw a lot of people really complaining about their financial situations. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this in a previous podcast is, you know, you had the option of complaining or getting creative. And um, I think this, in combination with what just happened is really empowering people to be more creative and explore more of those like wild ideas. Right. And to trust themselves a little bit. Like it's there's much more of a benefit to put like to gambling on yourself.
0: Yeah. And what's beautiful is the intention behind all of it, of course, is to profit, but there's a greater sense of unity and hey, let's do something positive yeah. for ourselves.
1: I'm not sure until into- exactly how it started but i want to say from what i've heard it started with the positive intention and then a lot of people jumped on board because you can make money off of it um but that's the thing it's like we don't want to take away from the fact that yes a lot of people like it got popular because you can make money off of stocks like a lot of money right now um but this seed is planted in all of these minds that just weren't even in that spiritual avenue right that weren't seeing themselves as um spiritual beings or you know souls if that makes sense and i know it seems like a huge jump from one thing to another but i mean just just think about your own journey if you feel into how disempowered you have been you were at the beginning of it to where you're at now there's a lot of things that that happen to get you here right and it it really does start with a little seed a little nugget that kind of shows you like what's possible for you
0: yeah so i'm gonna ask you a few questions and even though i'm the one who invests in crypto and (laughs) plays around in the stock market you do have more grounding than i do Um, And I think that's a beautiful balance that we have in our relationship. Um, What advice would you give to people listening to this and they're on TikTok and everyone's saying, buy Doge, hold AMC, buy GameStop, all these stocks up 400%, 500% and they feel like they missed out on something. And that that fear of missing out, that FOMO that someone gets (laughs) is so strong. It makes them do very irrational things and they just end up chasing a stock and then they miss the pump and then it becomes it just corrects and naturally pulls back yeah. and they lose a lot of money so how um, do you what advice do you have someone listening to this and they're kind of late to a train or oh, a oh yeah, yeah 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 it oh happens. late to a
1: trend i'm always that's always me i don't yeah I, all the time so a couple i guess a couple things firstly i mean. The FOMO, so feeling like you're missing out on something, is normally a masculine trait. So Mm -hmm. that's dipping a little bit more into these masculine energies because you want to have experiences, right? And we talk about this with your Divine Masculine. A lot of times they really want to just try out all of their options because they want to have all the experiences they can, right? They don't want to say that they didn't try something. And so that inclination kind of stems from that so yes I I tell people like I tell Dan all the time whenever he gets in that mindset I'm like hey do some grounding first do some breath work make sure you're coming from a good place like don't come from a place of lack don't come from a place of fear and identify if if this is you know based on fear because if your intention isn't right then You're not going to have a good outcome and your reaction to it is just going to put you further down that loophole or like spiraling down that.
0: Also, I want to note, I saw this quote on Facebook and I thought it was tremendous. Abundance is not something to attain. It's something to tune into. Abundance is all around you. There's different ways to access it. Just because you didn't get it in one little way. Listen, you swim in an ocean of love. You swim in an ocean of currency, money, wealth, abundance, right?
1: right um you do i think i told you that too i was like you're abundant do you still feel like you need to do that and you kind of sat with that you're like okay okay you're much calmer about it um the other thing that i was gonna say is that i mean even if you're late to something like if you're late to a trend if you want to do it do it i do it it.
0: dogecoin to the moon people let's pump the stock
1: but but that's the thing it's like um (laughs) it's not a stock it's a coin just, just make sure it's something that that is in alignment with you. I feel like if you have that inclination, you're you're gonna want to do um you know, jump on. I mean, maybe not even that trend, but something else that calls to you. And the thing is, it's gonna keep just how I say noodling around in your head. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna keep being on your mind. You're gonna keep checking, like, the status. You're gonna ch- keep checking the news and updates on it on that. So just. If you have that incl- inclination, don't don't feel like oh, I'm behind on this, or I, I felt behind. Like if you want to, just do it. You know, I how I see it is like I don't like to dance in front of people. I'm not a dancer, and for the longest time, like I I didn't dance ever. I didn't start like even dancing by myself in my room until I was like in college. If I'm being real, um, and but I loved music and I loved that movement right and so I remember when I was finally like wanting to dance I would go to weddings and things and I would hear these songs I liked I'm like okay I'm gonna get up I'm gonna go right now and there's people on the dance floor already. I was like okay I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go now i'm like mm, maybe not maybe it's too late the, the song i liked is almost over and i would just sit there and the song would keep playing i'm like shit like this song is still going maybe i should get up and i like, oh, no, it's probably gonna end as soon as i stand up now it stay sitting down and that song was still playing like they played like probably <laughs> five ten minutes of the same song i feel like um and finally when i was just like ah oh, screw it i would get up and the song would be over i'm like see i knew it but i'm like no i spent like 10 minutes debating that like i didn't know it and so i'll go back i sit down and then i like another song i like comes on and instead of like i'm already standing up I'm like, no i'll sit back down like i just over i was overthinking it i didn't do it and like i kept talking myself out of it like you can go in at any point on anything mm-hmm. right and i think you really just have to ask yourself it's like well what do i have to lose like, really, do you have anything to lose at that point? Don't um, put
0: your life savings into any of these things, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't want to risk it all. But it's just like if... For me, it's like, okay, is the experience more valuable than the investment you're going to put in? Whether mm. it be time or money, right? And this applies to any experience, right? Is the experience going to be worth more than this whatever financial or... Um, time investment that you're gonna be putting into this. And if it is, then do it. If it's not, then you know, you're gonna be feeling like, ah shit, why did I do that? Right?
0: I do wanna make a sharp left turn real quick.
1: Go for it, sorry. (laughs) Um
0: You know, during our conversation at the dinner table, you know, I was talking to some family members and, you know, just comparing okay, who bought what, how much money did you make out the stock market? Very earthly based conversation right in the bible it says do not store up treasures on earth where moth and thieves can come and destroy and and take what you have but store up treasures in heaven what is our relationship with money and earthly things how is that supposed to evolve i'm seeing that now my attachment to money is something that is decreasing and it's something that I just almost see as just like entertainment. And my focus and I think the collective's focus now shifting or at least in the spiritual community is focusing less on storing up treasures here on earth to just focusing on ascension, focusing on inner peace, focusing on quieting the, the chatter in the mind, finding out who you are. What you like to do? To me, that's true abundance. Because when you go to bed at night, do you think? Oh, yes, I'm. I feel. You know, I made five hundred dollars. I feel so good about myself. Sometimes, I guess you could say that. But the feeling you get after exploring a passion, after pursuing your creative purpose, that comes with a spark a sense of abundance, a sense of connectedness, a sense of power, presence, and truth that money cannot buy. And so as these trends pop up, it's easy to look at the outside and be like, ooh, let me do this. Let me do, let me, and what you're doing is you're reacting. You're seeing how the world is moving. You're saying, okay, I'm going to apply my energy in this way rather than living from the inside out. And obviously, it's it's okay to participate in, in some of these things that happen outside in the world. But don't forget your purpose. Don't forget connecting with yourself. And yes, I am talking to myself right now because <laughs> I do this all the time. Yeah. So uh, I did ask a question. I think I answered it. But how, how are you saying... Like when you hear that verse, Do not store up treasures here on earth. Like how does that verse... What does that bring up in mind like how does that coach like what what coaching does that verse give you in your relationship to things of the 3d world
1: i mean we all know we don't take anything from here except our lessons and experiences right and so your soul grows and it learns and it heals and so that's really all you do get to take with you is all this healing, all this growth, all these lessons, all these um, memories and experiences that goes with you. Also, But everything else is left behind with this body left to this earth. But, you know, touching on that, everything that you do get here on this earth is a part of the earth, meaning it's energetic. It has its own vibration and energy here. And so when I think of money... I, I think of it in that sense, it's just another form of energy here on earth, right? Just as water is just as um, the vibration of healing and a lot, a lot of other things that we get here. And so it, you don't tap into all these energies all the time, right? You see what what can help you at the moment what you need at the moment and so like for me it's like okay how can i work with like money right now like what kind of relationship can we have together and what what can it do for me like how can it serve me and how can i serve it right and so and that applies to a lot of other things but in particular i've been changing my relationship to money and the energy and money and so I promised to change my thoughts and my energy towards how I view financial abundance and in turn, like money would come to me.
0: Yeah, uh, another scripture that comes to mind is when Jesus talks about how difficult it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And he says it's, it's easier for an, a camel to go through the eye of a needle uh, for the eye of the camel to go through a needle something like that, that sounds and, about right. and, and that's metaphorical for something else and maybe I'll talk about that on a Sunday snippet um, but his point was it's difficult for a rich person to reach the kingdom of heaven
1: mm-hmm. is
0: the point being if you're so focused on earthly things well number one If you're attached to earthly things, when your body dies, your soul, since it's so attached to the earthly realm, right? We watched this, Diana watched this spiritual video from one of our spiritual mentors. And she said, uh, the more attached you are to things of the earth, the more likely it is you will be a disincarnated spirit. That's why ghosts exist, because they were so attached to this body. They were so attached to this earth. They never left. Mm -hmm. They never found enlightenment. They never found ascension. They never found yeah. real peace, and so they were attached here. So is that, is that partly what Jesus is alluding to?
1: Yes, and it's, I feel like it's a bit—obviously, it's a deeper than that. Um, yeah. But it's harder for the rich man to find his way to heaven because he identifies himself as a rich man. Why doesn't he identify himself as a spiritual man? you know, it has more to do not with his status, but how he identifies himself and where he puts his values.
0: Yeah, you know, it's crazy, because that's a good point. And when we are focused on the earthly things, like money, we do everything for it, rather than, like you said, letting it allowing it to serve us. How can the money facilitate all things Twin flames? How can it facilitate our creative dreams rather than bowing down to it working a job we hate just because we have money on the pedestal right
1: or not even that a lot of people think like oh well i don't like money or i don't like how it's used but like i need it for survival well it's like if you or if you have like this grudge or this negative thing like view on money then of course and you, i mean you can kind of see see it in the way that you talk or the the way your family talks, you know like they might look down on wealthy people or say like um certain comments they like if a wealthy person complains or a celebrity complains and somebody's just like oh how dare they. It's like well you have a negative view on money how like how dare you think that people can't have problems simply because they have money. Like how dare you take their away their humanity because they have finances, right? Um and I mean, something that I kept catching myself thinking and I thought I was so humble and so like grounded because I would say this is I have enough and I don't need too much. I was like, I just need enough to get by. And then I just began realizing like, wait, why am I having that thought? Is it because if I have like, quote unquote, like more than enough, that would be what greedy? I'm like, "Okay, now I'm like now I'm attributing negative And now I'm Mm -hmm. I'm attributing like having a lot of money with having like negative characteristics within myself. If I have too much, then I'll be, you know, it's like, no, why can't I have a lot and create nonprofits and be able to do more with it? Like it never crossed my mind that having an abundance would allow me to help others. And
0: And this, what Diana is talking about, this self-awareness, this, uh, as I call it, structural engineering where you look at the structures in your subconscious and you figure out, okay, what is my relationship with money? What is my relationship with the word abundance? How do I view rich people? Right? These all dictate our reality where we either attract experiences because we want to believe that we're good people in our mind's eye. So if we think that rich people are bad, why would we want to attain riches? Right? Um, The Bible also says you cannot serve both God and money. Um, and you know, a lot of people do things just for cash and that is my biggest fear in, in the collective. But I think it's, it's now dwindling where really the only thing, the only reason to do anything was for money. Like it was just purely survival. But I think now we're seeing a shift hopefully towards, we are there is we a shift. Are. our thoughts and words yeah. are creative thank you for I that i am
1: part of that shift and i mean that, like i said like that was one of the contracts i had with with money i realized like oh wow like you're not bad like the energy behind money is very positive and playful once you really tap into it um somebody i think we had seen um a TikTok or a message somebody had about how they tapped into the energy of money and it really resembled the energy of trust yes so i'm like okay what can i do to create a, a relationship where I trust money and it trusts me, right? Mm -hmm. That where we have a relationship that is healthy and a message I had, I had gotten and like a kind of a promise I made to myself is I'm going to not change, not just change the way I see money, but I'm going to change the way other people see money. And so that is why like I attracted my abundance. I'm like, let, help me help you change your narrative. Help me help you change your image. And so, my abundance is going to be really um like honoring that honoring that contract because i think if people could see how having an abundance actually uh, like puts you in a position not just for like security but in a position to do more for others i think that really shifts people's concept it's like okay i don't i don't need to think i don't need more
0: yeah i want to throw a caveat and oh, say yeah. if you do your research or if you just use common sense everything that you want to do right now you can do for a very cheap price right you want to start a tiktok that takes zero dollars oh, you want to start a youtube channel use your phone our phones are literally dslr quality you can shoot 4k on an iphone anything pl- like up uh, upwards of even an iPhone 7 shoots 4k right like there's no excuse anymore right it's not it's not a money issue nowadays stopping people from chasing and pursuing a life that's congruent to them it's uh it's fear based off of wanting to seem or afraid of criticism so forth I'm gonna wrap this up by going into something that we talked about I think yesterday right Because as I see certain stocks pumping and I'm dumping a lot of money into it, Diana said, hey, that's cool and all, but make sure you have an intention with what you want to do with that money. Right, so can you talk about the importance of setting an intention? If someone does hop on Dogecoin, Dogecoin to the moon, by the way, buy now, (laughs) it's going to hit 50 cents tomorrow.
1: Have you even bought any?
0: Yeah, uh-huh. I got in earlier. I got in very early. By All
1: the way, right. yeah, I had looked at it. My intuition was on point,
0: man. I had a dream I looked that at Dogecoin had sixty ago. cents, and I wanted to own it, own it, and like I was on some Chinese uh, crypto exchange app. I was just trying to figure out how how to own Dogecoin. Anyway, so I got in pretty early <laughs> after that dream. I only put a hundred bucks in, but now I'm up yeah four hundred percent, which is pretty cool.
1: So the reason I told Dan, like, have an intention with it is when you look at stocks or when you look at, say, gambling, right, you have to understand that this is money that you're not like you set aside money to put in. Right. But the money you gain from it or the money you don't gain from it is money that you've never had to begin with. Okay, and so once you wrap your head around the idea like you didn't necessarily gain or lose if you set aside a specific amount for this purpose right yeah. you'd never you never gain or lose or you can't you can't really lose because um, had you not done anything with it there would you know there would be nothing You wouldn't feel like you're missing out, but because you did something actively with this money, all of a sudden you get these feelings of, oh, I'm missing out or I lost some or look how much I gained and I didn't have to put work into it. Your mindset around that money really takes kind of control of you, right? And you can be very inclined to continue pumping in or to go down different avenues or not even to respect that relationship with that money because you know, it, you kind of feel like, oh, you want it, right, and so what's, the reason it's important to set an intention is because you're attracting money to this specific um, area, right, to this specific thing, to this specific stock, and because you're attracting it, you want it like i said before you want to show money that it can trust you mm-hmm. and so it's like why would it come to you if it's just if it knows you're going to spend it recklessly if you're not even going to hold it and appreciate it right like would you go go into any friendship knowing that somebody's just going to take advantage of you and then just kind of throw you to the curb Like you you really wouldn't. And so how could you expect this abundance to come to you if you're not even going to sit and appreciate it? And so when you set this intention for, hey, this is what I'm going to do with this. I, I respect you and I honor you and this is my plan. Then money's like, okay, like I have, I know where I'm going if I come towards you. It's not up in the air. I don't feel used and abused or disrespected because we've really created this system that abuses this energy, right? And so we have to be very active in clearing that karma and in mediating the way that we utilize this energy. You know, like it's not going to be done by the institutions that are in place, it's going to be done by the players. And so that's why I told Dan, I'm like, be very intentional with, with this. Be like, honor what's coming toward to you. Like, don't forget, like, cause it's very easy to lose sight of something like stocks and not think of it as something spiritual, right? Or something energetic. But the reality is it only further, it's like, it, It only further confirms spirituality and the movement of energy.
0: Yes. I want to end this by putting out the simple yet profound and timely reminder that money cannot buy happiness. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Happiness cannot be bought. It can only be tuned into. It is a vibration that you reach by quieting the mind through meditation. rising above the level of thought, entering what Jesus calls the state of perfection. This is the purpose of life, to be quote unquote perfect, which is to ignore the thoughts from the left side of the brain, the animalistic thoughts of survival. I need more, 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 right? We're like little Pac-Man saying, oh, look, Dogecoin over here. Oh, look, AMC over here. Oh, look, GameStop, right? We're just... Eating, and yeah. eating, and I, eating. Yeah. And I mean, eating. it's not
1: necessarily ignore. It's it's kind of like respect, but set a boundary to it. Yeah, you know, it's like thank you for letting me know, and then it like you said, it's up to you to decide that. But I'll let you. Sorry.
0: No, you're good. <laughs> and this brings up another last, last, last point on Filipino. Our goodbyes take forever, so uh... <laughs> um, oh, the last, was, last, last, last point.
1: Choked on my tea.
0: These trends, you enter into it and you miss out on it and you think, oh man, you know, that would, that would, that was supposed to be the one. The twin flame coming back into my life, they're not here. That was supposed to be the one. And we look for these things to define us. I say this in all my readings and I'm going to say this to you right now. The biggest thing in your life has already happened. The biggest thing in your life was you being born as you. That's it. Period. Once you understand the universe, that is you. The infinite abundant piece of love piece of art masterpiece that is you you will start stop looking for other things to define you and validate you you stop looking for the twin flame you'll stop looking for GameStop hitting the moon you will stop looking for a dogecoin to hit the moon and is going to hit the moon oh, okay. we're going to pump dogecoin people everyone buy doge um and we'll start looking within ourselves and appreciating ourselves for who we really are and saying wow we are everything we need And I'm so happy to be alive as me. I am in want and in need of nothing. And when you have that paradigm, not just with money, but with your twin flame, everything starts flowing to you. Why? Because you are abundant and you attract who you are and what you are, not just what you want. Thank you for listening. This was a podcast that was unexpected, but given... Literally, TikTok is just simply – you can't escape stock talk right now, right? <laughs> you you go on TikTok, it's all just AMC, GameStop, Wall Street bets, right? So it was only uh, natural that we did this podcast and thank you for tuning in.
1: Thanks.
0: Bye, guys. Bye.